Champagne Soccer, we're back. AFCON is now on the quarterfinal zone. The Asian Cup is heating up. The Premier League is back. But, hey, I'm not going to lie to y'all, bro. International football has been on my mind too long. We start with AFCON? Hey, man, we have to, man. It's the hottest tournament going on. Everybody seems that I see on social media, they seem to like how wild it is. You already know if you were paying attention yesterday, we had an uncle going viral for going smack at a beautiful young lady. What I tell y'all last week or two weeks ago, AFCON got the finest women at the tournament, man. And it's making these brothers get distracted. Hey, let's just, yeah, let's just start with the quarterfinals, or excuse me, the round of 16. Angola smoked Namibia 3-0, but that game became a red card palooza. <laughs> Nigeria smoked Cameroon 2-0. Samuel Eto'o is under surveillance. Onana was happy to leave. Oshiman didn't score a goal, but he showed his off-ball work, his playmaking. He had an assist. Cletus, is Oshiman impressing you with his all-around play this tournament? I mean, it looks good. You know, when he when he ran for that ball, fighting for it to get that assist, I respect that it's kind of what you kind of would expect for a big player like him to do on a stage like this. But again, don't I'm not delusional. Yeah, come on, Lee. Look at how your uncle Drogba was body popping for him after the game. Well, what a player. This is what we need. You're not you're not feeling what Drogba says? You don't trust his eye? No, 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 no. Please you can go back to doing the community service work. Thank you, Didier. I appreciate it. Oh. <laughs> okay, okay. Equatorial Guinea lost to Guinea 1-0. They had hey, a chance to That was a hilarious, a hilarious match, bro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Equatorial Guinea's coach who went viral for being sick after the penalty hit the post. That's tough, man. If you know the history between those countries, you know Equatorial Guinea wanted to win, but it is what it is. Uh DR Congo, the uh, Democratic Republic of Congo beat Egypt on penalties 8-7. Gabanski, the Egyptian goalkeeper who has been a hero for them in the past, especially with penalty shootouts, he pulled a De Gea, y'all. He ain't stopped no penalties, then huffed his penalty. And yeah, Salah aside, bruh, you can fully recover and rest and focus on Liverpool. Sorry you're never going to get an AFCON, but it is what it is. Hey, my team that I said was an upset special. They keep advancing. Cape Verde over Martania 1-0. This game was the hottest, uh, you know, Senegal, Ivory Coast. Ivory Coast, the host nation, I gassed up their midfield. Guys, they did, <laughs> they were struggling. They advanced through the tournament through a third-place slot, and then they upset the number one team on the continent. It was a very intense match. Sadio Mane got away with not getting a penalty. Very tricky. But Frank Kessie, hey, man, what a what a great penalty taker. Uh, Ivory Coast advances 5-4. Cletus, how do you feel about uh, that red card that Sadio Mane avoided? Did you, did you see that? Mark yeah, that, that, was, that was an ugly challenge. Uh, a very <laughs> ugly challenge. I have wow. an ugly comment. He saw he, 18. Yeah. He, man. Yeah. I'm seeing that. Ephraim, did you see that challenge? 
It was crazy. Hey. Nah, I didn't get a chance. And then there was another there was another call that the refs let slide. They called Nicholas Pepe for flopping, but hey man, that goalie took Pepe out, man. They were trying to let Senegal stay in the tournament for as long as possible, but hey. Ball don't lie, and the right team won in the end. Hey, Mali versus Burkina Faso was an intense match. Very high quality match played today. Mali won 2 1. I got to salute Cletus's boy, Bertrand Traore, man. He didn't work out at Chelsea, but he's been very impressive. Did you see how he was moving in that match? It was. I, I didn't get to view, but I heard that he, he had swapped out Allegiance. <laughs> well, hey, man. Hey, he was connecting the keys for a second, well, bro. He always balls for his country. And, hey, I was rooting for him. You know, they, they, they're a neighbor of Ghana, so salute to them. Hey, Dan, before before you get into that, I I, I hope Morocco is next because, bro, <laughs> we, we, we have to go in because that match was hot. Yeah, it was a, a sub-Saharan Africa celebrated as Morocco became the last North African country to be eliminated. <laughs> they say, yeah, this tournament's only for the real Africans. And uh, it was an intense match. Morocco <laughs> Morocco tried so much to play an open game, but South Africa was shutting them down with that 4-2-3-1. Shout out that double pivot of uh, Sito and Maconia, if I'm sorry if I said your name wrong, they played very well. Uh, Marcus, I remember Ed was trying to dictate the game from the back, but he wasn't able to. Then he, then he lost his time. Bruh. <laughs> bruh, you said this last week, bruh. Them depending on these old heads, it's not going to work. Bruh, I want to say this. Um, I, I We didn't comment on this. The professionalism. The fucking the setup of the shit, the broadcast compared to last Afcon, fucking tremendous. I appreciate being being a part of it. But Morocco, the thing that should be learned from this tournament, no more kissing foreheads before penalties. You geeked Hakimi with that, brother. And Afro bread, bruh. What was the two years ago when you was the hottest target out here, bruh? You look can watch um dan do not take the south african um free kick that's my goal of the week oh man shout out to the bafana bafana hey man hey. <laughs> the way they ran to the side and look like mummies with the sudan ref that shit was next to me okay yeah, man. <laughs> you see, did you see the South African goalkeeper Williams, the one white boy on the pitch? <laughs> it was good. Uh, it was a lot of hot moments, bro. Like, I ain't gonna lie. Morocco, the Audi dude, you're trash. That extra touch you did in the box, that should have been a goal. And then, like you said, the goalkeepers was out here eliminating dudes in this tournament, bro. Like, if it wasn't for like them getting called outsides, bro, a lot of these dudes would have had red cards. Hey man, you notice how how Hakimi got tired of overlapping because he wasn't getting the rock. He said, "All right, y'all, y'all want to create without me? All right, watch." He was sick. No more cutting inside for me, dog. <laughs> I'm gonna just sit back. Oh uh, man. So now, guys, uh, the quarterfinals is in motion. 
and it's gonna be intense. The first one is Ni uh, Nigeria, Angola. Second, Democratic Republic of Congo versus Guinea. Then we have Mali, Ivory Coast, and Cape Verde, South Africa. Please, Angola, get Nigeria out of here. They getting too happy. Please. <laughs> I need that. I can't have them winning AFCON. Please. But out of these eight teams left, who is your favorite, uh, Ephraim? Uh, I don't really have a favorite for it, I guess. Uh, easy to go for the host nation just because it's like a good story all the time. So, you don't know, maybe a Cinderella ghost na uh, host nation story. I dig it. I dig it. Marcus, who are you going with? I'm going with Molly. I like the way they moving, bro. But if I got to go with like a backup, I might go with South Africa. Like they got some pace on the wings. I don't know how they defending going to hold up. But yeah, I'm I'm trying to go for the underdog because we got giants following. You got Senegal, got Humble, you got Egypt just flopping without without um Salah, shit, and we got Morocco out here getting exposed, like you said. Y'all need to embrace where you from. Are you are you ain't gonna be in this tournament? I'm, I'm going with the I'm going with the fellas that's out here doing ethnic dances. Yeah, <laughs> man, for sure. Uh, Cletus, who are you going with? Man, I don't even know, to be quite honest. The top five teams in Africa are all eliminated. So I, I know. I mean, everything on the West side is calm, you know? Yeah. I, I, I mean, I'll go with the Ivory Coast. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's dangerous. Yeah, because my cousin, he hit me one day. He's like, yeah, I might have go to Cote d'Ivoire for the, for the game. And then I was laughing at him because they was about to get eliminated. The dinner he had pulled up. So I'm like, look at you, you're bad juju. But now he's out there living life, so I might have to rock with him. I beg uh, Cote Watts to win the whole thing, man. Yeah. Uh, no, no, of course. Home team, man, why not? That, that really is, John, like our home team. You know, if he took a lease, because our family is in Ivory Coast as well. We have family in Ivory, so, you know, mm. it's calm, you know? Yeah, I'm going to ride that wave. <laughs> I hear you. Let's go. I'm going to go with... Uh... The Democratic Republic of Congo or Mali, I think it is upset city. They seem to be the best balanced team so far this tournament. They understand how to put numbers behind the ball to defend and how to counterattack from the flanks especially. So I'm going to look at them. But yeah, Ivory Coast and Nigeria, that's what the streets want to see. But uh, hey, man, let's move on to the Asian Cup. You know, that tournament hasn't gotten as much motion, but it is interesting. Uh, Marcus, big homie, <laughs> South Korea, Klinsman, they advanced over Saudi Arabia. On Bruh. <laughs> Bruh. We had the wash coaches. Yeah. Barbie, right? Yeah, Mancini and <laughs> Klinsman. <laughs> And my nigga walked up before the last penalty. He knew his job is over with, bro. <laughs> oh, that that was it. He 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 ain't going back, bro. They letting that ass go, bro. His whole job was for them to advance, and he couldn't even do that. Yeah, they yeah, it's it's bad. Uh, we'll see what happens with Mancini. Keep out on on that. <laughs> Australia smoked Indonesia four 0 
Tajikistan beat the United Arab Emirates on penalties 5-3. Jordan and Iraq had a red card. You know, I mean, you already know that's intense already. So the red card was going to pop up, but Jordan won 3-2. Another intense one, Qatar versus Palestine. Qatar won 2-1. Uzbekistan beat Thailand 2-1. And yeah, there's two more matches for the round of 16. Bahrain faces Japan and Iran faces Syria. So, so far for the quarterfinals, the matchups that are locked in is Tajikistan will play Jordan. Australia faces South Korea. That's going to be tough. And Qatar faces Uzbekistan. So, that's the update on that side. But, uh, hey, man, let's get into some uh, European soccer. Shout out to Anthony. He's out of town in Atlanta. So, Probably won't check in because he's doing his thing, kicking it with his family. Um, but Man City did finally beat Tottenham in Tottenham FA Cup 1-0. But on that weekend, it seemed like there were a lot of replays. Claytis, aren't you guys one of the teams that have to do a replay? Yeah, we got a replay coming up soon. Um, I think it's tomorrow that we got a replay. Um I expect us to win a game. Honestly, don't see a reason not to. But again, we don't score goals a lot. We have this like we go through this phase where like we're scoring goals, we're playing good, and then we can't score goals for shit, and we can't do nothing. So, I think especially leading up to the to the final against Liverpool, we need to start you know scoring some goals. And Google and Google's back as well, so I think that's probably going to be a positive. Um, the the frustration I was seeing when I was getting on the elevator today was that. They said Nicholas Jackson will be flying straight from Senegal to Manchester straight into the game. <laughs> I don't know what kind of, uh, you know, Nico William, Juju thing that he got. Yeah, but... yeah, Nike Williams flew straight into the Barcelona match and had a goal and assist off the bench and made Xavi quit. We'll talk about that later, too. Then Andre Ayew, my man, went to France and started scoring fast, so... They trying to show people that hey man we don't suck it's just the black stars are cursed. Yeah, but hopefully you know we get that win and move on to the next round. That's all I care about at this moment. I dig it. I dig it. And uh, Ephraim, you guys struggled against a fourth division team, but got the result at the end four two. Uh, Kobe Manu scores his first goal for United. What did you think about the match? Uh, way harder than it should have been. Um, but. You know, it is what it is. At the end of the day, get the win, uh, move on to the next round, and, uh, yeah, we'll see if we uh, get in the draw. But, uh, yeah, man, it, it just shows the 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 same type of shit it shows all year, right? Like, it's, it's always something with United, no matter what. You got one of the strongest teams you probably had all season, and this is how you show up at a, you know, at a League 2 match. A team that's not even, you know, winning League 2, it doesn't even matter. They're, like, mid-level mid-table team but yeah this is united for you right we've seen this ineptitude this lack of drive this lack of heart sometimes and and in, in the last what 10 plus years so i'm not surprised but you know at the end of the day we got to win and i'll celebrate that for sure now marcus you guys smacked up norwich 5-2 what did you think about that result and they they grew. That's why I ain't worried about Chelsea. So um yeah, I mean we look solid. We we doing rotations. 
I got some young pups. It's really sick. We gonna, I guess we're going to talk about it later, but it's really sick with the situation that we see the young pups and we don't know what's going to happen. But, um, yeah, man, we getting folks out the way. Let's just keep riding that way. You already mentioned Chelsea. The Carabao Cup final is locked in. Chelsea, Liverpool. Claytis, how do you feel, man? You excited? You think this is a cup you can win? Why, why are you asking me questions knowing how I just told you how my team's been playing this whole season? But you final. It's a final, but I'm spooked because every time we see Liverpool in the final, we can't seem to score goals. So I hope that, you know, we have a solid team. Everybody's healthy once again going into the game. Uh, Marcus, I'm just going to need you to just, you know, name the stipulation now. Is it going to be $100 or $50? Oh, you good, man. Oh, no, 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 because I know how the chat's going to go. Somebody's going to spark it, and then Mike says going to say something, and then somebody's going to add fuel to it. I'm going to just be in the background, and all I'm going to say is, what's the bet? So let, let, let's just iron that out now. So, you know. We could put it. I want um 90 pounds, so you know what that get to. <laughs> I need to take my youngin' on a date. Hey, chill, chill, chill. Valentine's Day is coming up, and, and her birthday is a day after Valentine's Day, so you can't. I'm, I'm trying to spank me. <laughs> That's focused. Hey, Marcus, is this a part of the victory tour for Klopp, man? You gonna get that that cup? Ah, you you want to get into this, man? Big homie. Went on and said he gonna sign off this year, man. So you know, I ain't gonna lie. I was thinking about this early. I was like, man, respect to him because the dude on ESPN LC said it too. Respect to him for saying it so early, so the staff and everybody can figure it out. I heard Michael Edwards turned us down. I don't, I don't like that. I don't like that at all. But yeah, man, we we attacking on all fronts, man. We trying to go out. I wish Anthony was here so he could so he could try to rebuttal. But man, we going out with our foe, you know, you know how that go, man. We we trying to get everything, man. Man, I'll say, oh my fault. No, you good, man. Go ahead. Um, I will say, like in our term, I did see Pochettino talking about, you know, like he's he's eager and hungry to win a trophy, and I think in his position, winning a trophy with Chelsea with this team and the current you know predicament we're in. I think it'll be a really positive thing for him to like kind of show the board that this is what I could achieve. Maybe I can get some room to maybe buy the players I want to, but I think I don't want to say he's under pressure, but I think, you know, if we're able to win this trophy, it will look very positive for Pochettino's future here at Chelsea. Maybe yeah, I don't I, think this will be no, more. Sorry. I'm sorry. I think fans will also be like more patient with them if mm-hmm. he's able to at least go out in that final, maybe produce something. And maybe, like, let's say we lose on some, like, VAR bullshit and then we end the season very, very strong. I think, like, the fan base would then probably be behind and be like, all right, cool, we can see what he's trying to get at. We can be patient with him. Yeah, I agree with you on that. I think even if y'all, even if y'all don't win the cup, whatever, right? I, I don't even care if y'all get – if y'all get blown out, I don't, it don't, I don't think it matters. I think Bowley has kind of learned 
yeah, we can't really be doing that recycling manager thing. We got to like tr- stick to something. I think he's going to stick with him unless y'all going like this monumental slide at the end of the season. I don't think he's going to necessarily get rid of Pochettino. I don't even think it's a thought. Um, so I think, yeah, like you said, winning not only gives him confidence, gives the players confidence, kind of like we touched on last week, and will give the fans confidence going into the next season uh, to say that, yeah, we can vie for top four, if not this season, next season. So, uh, so yeah, man, I, I I don't see anything wrong with keeping him around. I think buying into his philosophy, like you said, getting the players that you want to get, that'll be that'll be the test. Um, but Marcus, where do you real? I know we'll probably do this at some point, but where do you rank Klopp as uh, Premier League manager? How do you see him in his legacy for Liverpool and in the Premier League? I mean, I think it's kind of hard to compare eras but like i mean if like you kind of like compare like the player metaphor to the coaches i think you go like messi ronaldo for Klopp and pep in this era of the premier league shit even wherever they've been germany whatever so like i, I mean i think also like you gonna give him mad more respect because like he got it out the mud he don't really complain like he 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 ain't working with with a full budget like everybody else is. So like, I always get respect, and it's just he he kind of like <laughs> is like I don't know. I can't really compare it, man. But he can have his statue outside our stadium for sure, for sure. I mean that, that that's no doubt. Even if he like, even if we only win the cups, like we lose the league and you lose a Europa, I think like regardless, he's still gonna. Re- remain like in his position like the dude like a legend so i don't know i ain't gonna sit there and compare with sir alex and all that because like they got different they got he got more titles so like he gonna he gonna always they gonna always give him more credit for that but like because like if it wasn't no pep shit clopper have the same amount of titles plus the one he already got so but that's if it could have should have so it's just how it is like you play the cards that you dealt he got what he could get so Respect. Yeah, respect, no doubt. You know, so even as a rival, respect easily. So he definitely brought a different type of uh, funk to the Premier League when he came. So um, I respect him for that. You know, so if nothing else, and and obviously, you know, doing what he did at Liverpool, you know, starving fan base, getting what they need to keep him going. You know, so yeah, man, much respect to him. But then the day, good riddance. Um, <laughs> Thank you for your yeah. service. Now get out of here. Making you see, he started a no trend, trying to raise the standard for the league. Man, get out of here. Ah, he started a trend. Now your coach out here questioning. We got Barca coach yeah, out here. Man. Everybody want to do it now. Arteta, I see what you're doing, trying to get a pay raise. Get out of here too. Go back home to Barcelona. Go. I don't give a damn. Hey, let me tell you something. Let's might we might as well go over there, man, because Xavi is stepping down after they got smacked up by Villarreal 5-3. That was a crazy match. Um, Xavi says that uh it's too much pressure, it's too much stress. If you don't win, you don't feel valued. And I said, Hey, Xavi, hey, you went to a club that has no bread. They don't know about value. Hey, man. <laughs> Sorry. I know you won the league last year with your levers and your secret do- deals and you had to sell 
your next generation of kin to, you know, get some money to buy people like Kunde and Rafinha. Sorry, the, the bread dried up. And hey, you're right. The club didn't value you. If they know the financial situations, they should be willing to ride out with you, but they need money to win. It's like winning time. Remember when hey, it was like basically to stay afloat, the Lakers need to win the championship. And the Lakers did win the championship. And hey, like last year, Xavi did win the championship. But then to now come back this year and you're not even in a title race by like November, December, it's over for you. It's unfortunate. But uh, Cletus, is this a day for celebration for Barcelona haters? Or do you feel bad for Xavi for having to leave his dream club because of front office pressure? L listen very closely. Just spark the J again. Barca's getting smoked. Whoa. <laughs> I love it. You wake up. You know, I'd be, I'd be hot because I had them in my parlay, but then I woke up from my nap and I seen that it, it was 3-3. Three, three, and next thing I'm seeing is 5-3. Is and I said, it's calm. I could lose that $5 donation. Uh... Happiness. And I mean, to be quite honest, I don't think Barca has shown anything Anything that's like that will make you say, you know what, Xavi's doing a really great job. They should be patient with them. You know, I think last year they got lucky with, you know, Madrid trying to like figure out how they want to move about thing. And then still like the year without Benzema. Um, Atletico put up a good front. I think they played more attacking football in a sense. But I think last year they just be they were kind of like they also had a striker. So they just kind of benefited from like the way the league played out injuries with madrid and stuff like that um because not like they excelled in europe they didn't do nothing else you know so again like once the pressure comes out barca crumble they fail you know if you look in that super cup game like i think vinicius was was having his way like he was having his way in that game like the whole madrid was just having their way you wouldn't even think that was like a a, a game like it was a final game so you know not to be a negative, but Xavi, I don't think you've really improved your players. I don't see no real change in Barcelona that we saw in the past three years of them getting spanked in Europe by Liverpool and by the great Bayern Munich. Um, so, yeah, you know, go on vacation. Go see your kids. Go be a father. Hmm. Hmm. Well, last year they were on pace to have a historically great defense in the league and then they crumbled at the end of the season and that poor form defensively seemed to have crept over into this season where they can't hold water and um a big part of it I think is losing Busquets and then replacing him with Oriel Romu uh that double pivot between Dijon and Busquets it gave them the balance they needed in terms of the cover that Busquets can provide the dynamism of Dijon, and then they're both good passers. But having De Jong carry the ball would make sure that Busquets could be in front of that back three because, you know, you guys know they were using that three box three like most position-based coaches. And without Busquets, the, the, the structure defensively isn't as strong as you guys know as well because – of financial issues they've had to put more pressure on their youngsters Pedri has had injury issues Gavi out for this season Alejandro Baldi out for this season 
someone covered Laminia Mall, okay, because he is going to be needed to do more. And I saw he's leading Europe in successful dribbles, the top five leagues. And, hey, that's amazing for a teenager. But I hope he doesn't suffer the same fate as their other wonder kids having injury issues. So I hear your point, uh, Cletus, about how last year might have been a transitional period for Real Madrid. They finally agreed to you. Well, they not, not agreed. They were surprised by Benzema leaving, but it worked out for them in the end because he's cooked. Then you bring in the $100 million man in Jude Bellingham and you bring back Josuelu on loan. You bring Brahim Diaz back from Milan and it's enough to be in a title fight with Girona. But I think that's Xavi's downfall. Having Girona uh, be in the title race and you're not even in it doesn't look good, right, Marcus? I got bread on this. I need them to fall. I need them to keep going. Okay. Don't, 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 don't spark that up. You, you, you got me kind of messed up on that one. But yeah, uh, I, I need Girona to keep going. I need Madrid to go ahead and um fall. But low key, back to that chavy shit. Um, Clay, I need to deal with the devil. I saw Thomas was talking about Spain. So. Just the deal. Let's chat about that. Let's chat about that whenever you're ready. I this the deal. Y'all lose the lead. Xavi come to us. Thomas go to Barca or Arteta. Let them fight that out. You get Hansi. We good. Let Julian stay in Germany, I guess, until Clark hey, 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 travel the world. This? What is this? Hey, yeah, yeah, I like that. I like that. I like that. I like that. Backroom deals, Dan. That's what they're doing. I like that. I gotta call somebody about this. Where's 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 Anthony when I can file a Rico report? Some tampering issues going on right now, I think. That's what I think this hey, happened. Hey, hey Marcus, man, hit my line. We can talk about the numbers and all of that. You know, hey, little trying to take it off the books right now. Hey, I'm, I, I wanna I want in on that call. Yeah, man, that's a big scoop. Let's everything hey. in pounds, man. Everything in pounds. No, no dollars, man. We need real cash, real bread. <laughs> uh man. So so supposedly some of the favorites are Thiago Mota, you know, former Barca player doing his thing now, Bologna, Rafael Marquez, who is now the Barca B team coach. And of course, Mikel Arteta is also linked to them. Uh, do you think? Oh yeah, they also are looking at Luis Enrique and Clay in case he collapses at PSG, so he can come back. Uh, Ephraim, who would you hire if you were Barcelona as the next head coach? That's a great question. First, I try to go after Klopp, see see if he really going to stick to that uh to that that hiatus he's talking about. But uh, if I don't know, man, Marta sounds nice. Um, you know, uh, I don't know about Arteta necessarily, maybe, but yeah, I don't know. I honestly don't know. Like I said, I honestly would try to entice uh, Pop out of his retirement, but I don't know if Barker got, Barker got the money for it. So um, they may need to like sell some more assets or something before they can do something like that. But yeah, man, that'd be a great question to see who uh, takes over the helm there. Cletus, 
who who would you hire, man? I mean, I already I'm already in business. We're we're already negotiating a contract. We're looking to get Thomas removed from Bayern Munich and get him relocated to to you know to Barcelona because, like he said this week, his next destination that he he's so fond of that he's eager that you know hopefully it works out for him in the future is to go to Spain. So you know he thinks he's a top coach. Let's send him to the top team that they think they are Barcelona, you know, and let him let him do his thing over there. But if they wanted to be smart, they'll probably should go for Thiago Mota. Either Mota, um, even Di Michaelis, somebody with like some that could of course speak Spanish, but like who has a real philosophy that they're developing that Barcelona is not used to. I think right now what Barca needs is is like a refresh to get away from that tiki taka triangle format, pass pass. Like they they're kind of like getting bypassed in football, I think. And they need to learn how to evolve from that and maybe Having somebody like a Thiago Mota with the need new money. Family. I mean, that, that's who they're broke boys too. But, you know, at least have a philosophy. Because they, they have talent. It's not like they don't have talented kids. At least get those kids playing and, you know, working up their value instead of having them sit on a bench and getting, um, going on loan because you can't afford them. I mean, they do play the kids and all the kids are hurt. Didn't you hear what I said? Gavi's out for the season. Alejandro Baldi's out for the season. Pedri's been dealing with injury issues for the last two years. They're killing their kids. Yeah, yeah. And it was this is like Arsenal 10 years ago with Wilshire, Ramsey, and all the other brothers that collapsed. Walcott. And what's his name? Uh Atsu Fonsi's at, you know, at Brighton. So it's like, you know, they don't yeah, have... he's collapsing as well. It's another young man they broke down. <laughs> they don't have a real clear plan. That's why I feel like having trying to maybe get away from what they've been used to the past. 15, 20 years might be a good refresh for them. Um, the money aspect of it, I feel like I don't know why they're they're fumbling. So, I mean, I know why, but I think the Barcelona brand itself has become so big and it's like they just don't know how to capitalize on it, like on a, on a marketing level. So, you know, that's just more on them. But I really think Barcelona as an organization just needs to like move away from what they've been doing for the past 20 years. They need new people, new ideas, you know, like some modernization within organization. For sure, for sure. Yeah, I I think out of the candidates I've heard, Mota would make the most sense. Um, But if I'm him, I'm not going to no broke club. I'm going to bide my time and look for a big opportunity. But Maybe they can pull on someone's heartstrings, someone with that Barcelona heritage, someone that flopped there as a player and maybe wants to redeem himself as a manager. I'm talking to you, Mikel Arteta. <laughs> Go back. You know you want that tan. You know you've been stressed in England. You know you're never going to win the league in England. Just go back and be a rebuilder. That's what you are, right? The homecoming. Yeah, you you rebuilt Arsenal from a Europa League team or a team that wasn't even in the Europa League to, you know, becoming a Champions League level team. That's that's good enough, I guess. We ain't going to win the league with you. you. I seen you choke a league title and a top four race. Just go to Barcelona. They'll probably just be happy to be top four for a few years until they can balance the books. Then they can try to be competitive again. So... Arteta, kick rocks, man. God bless.
But yeah, man, let's move on. Hey, hold up, Dan, real quick. So who, who would you want as the next manager of Arsenal if if Arteta was to take that that move off? If you know my fantasy, my fantasy dream would be for Arsenal to drop a bag on Zidane. But my realistic hire, to be honest, hey, bring that boy, man. Bring me that boy. You know who I'm talking about? I'm going outside of the box, y'all. I'm going to say someone crazy, huh? Fernando? No, I'm going to say somebody. I'm going to say somebody that knows how to have an exciting attacking team that has experience with the league. And you already mentioned him. He might need a job suit. Roberto Mancini, come on down. <laughs> hey, man. Saudi Arabia don't want to pay you. Hey, man. I've still, I saw you at City back in the day. Hey, we have money, not City money, but we have some young, exciting attackers. Mancini, come cook with us, bro. We have some nice Italian restaurants in Italy, in uh, London. Claytis will let you know. Michael Rich is on the staff. Hey man, yeah, we bring it. In. Yeah, we have to take it back to oh the ghetto. God, Marcus, you're you're next with saying that. I can't we have to take it back to the ghetto, man. No, 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 no. I need I need Mika in the back room. I need him, you know, doing a podcast thing. Nah, I'll nah. tell you, penalty taker coach. Hey, we you know, hey man, just bring the hood back. No, no, no. This this episode. You can I hire Colotore oh, as an assistant. You know, Colotore was at City, former Arsenal yeah. player. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Y'all want to staff right yeah, now? Yeah, help. Hey man, hey man, let's let's yeah, take y'all come back. Yeah, y'all come back. Hey man, get the tour boys on the backroom staff. <laughs> yeah, man. Hey, Sagna, you need a job. Come on, come back. Hey man, yeah, people forget how nice he was at City with that team he had. Hey, come on, man. Gail Cliche, come back. All the Arsenal niggas that left us and went to City, come back with Mancini. Why are you moving like that, bro? Hey man, <laughs> hey, hey man. Why are you naming names like that? Hey man, I have I have to name. Hey Samir Nazri, you need a job? Come on back. Hey, hey, what, what do you want? Go ahead. I mean, hey, if you if you're calling out names, man, go ahead and call up my boy. Ooh, hey, now you now you might be taking it too far. Who are you talking about, man? What up, Anthony? <laughs> hey man, you know he's he's doing Afcon podcasting right now, but you know, uh, I know. you know. Adebayo, hey man, you always hey you got love with me, Adebayo. I never hated on you, brother. That's that's my brother, man. Hey, so what's your, what's your man's name? Hey, what's your man's name with the braids that never uh that never got longer? Uh French dude, Baccarat, what's his name? Sutton. Yes, yeah. yeah, I mentioned him. Yeah, come through. Okay, my bad. And, and they would get long. He just would cut it because he liked the length. Okay. He's a real street boy. He didn't want it too long. He didn't want to be like Troy Palomalu. Okay. He liked his, he liked the the length, man. It's like Pusha T. He's had the same braids for 20 years. You know? Some brothers like that. <laughs> but what's good, Anthony, live from the 404? You're, what's up, man? I just wanted to make a quick pit stop. West Coast connection with uh, Atlanta. You know what I'm saying? Got family over here. Just want y'all to know, man, I'm masked up, man. You know what I'm saying? Your, your favorite hood's cooked. Whatever oh, hood. Got the chef's still looking like a look. Whatever, whatever, whatever. Whatever hood all black in a white room with a shiesty on is dangerous. Are you? Is this a terrorist video? You making threats? <laughs> Glasses hey, on man. and everything. Hey, just just know, man. I'm uh, I'm ready. You know what I'm saying? But any hood, any hood that has a nickname, 
or any special symbol, just know it's cooked, man. That big G word is on its way. Gentrification. All right. Kiss your hoods. <laughs> yeah. Kiss them. Kiss them goodbye. Yeah. Oh man, oh man. Hey, 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 hey Marcus, is it like that in your community? Is zone three is it peaceful still? Uh, let, let, let's clear it <laughs> up real quick, okay? Zone three is a little bit more uh not gentrified as much as the area that he's in. And I actually live in now. This is East Atlanta. And he was in Kirk and he went to Kirkwood. AKA a little around little, little Vietnam Mexico. Area. Yeah, all them littles, little yeah. Mexico, little Vietnam. Yeah. <laughs> hey. He was, hey, look, he down the road from 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 what he from Guwap. Okay. My god, my god brother. Hey, shout out my my god brother just got out. A lot of things have changed since he went away uh, up the road, as they say. And he was like, Man, you you gonna be okay? Like going over there, like that's he was like, That's little Haiti, that's that's Vietnam. That, he said, that's where Future's from. That's Zone 6. And then uh, this, this girl that came up, she was like, I mean, he should be okay. Not, he didn't know that big G word. You know what I'm saying? Hey, when I pulled up there, y'all, there was a white lady walking by herself on a brightly lit sidewalk or, or walkway. White man walking two dogs and a rainbow mural, man. Hood's cooked. Just want to let y'all know. It's done for. <laughs> it's done for. <laughs> hey, I can't really comment because uh we'll get canceled, but um the mm. people over there they really bow, okay? They'll walk in the street on you and look at you. <laughs> hey man. Well, shout out to Atlanta. I love it though. You know what I'm saying? I'm happy for it. I felt safe. Just hey, don't don't get it twisted. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I'm down for it. So uh yeah, I, I love it. Great time, great energy, great place. Oh, and I'm only here. Sorry, Marcus. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta say goodbye to Klopp, man. Sounds like he's conceding. Sounds like he's conceding. He's like, damn, that nigga won the trouble. He's like, hey, man, now he got Doku. He's like, Pep's getting blacks now. All right, I'm done. I'm done. You know what I'm saying? I can't handle this. So, yeah, man, shout out to Klopp. Uh, City Pool, what a great rivalry for what it was. Man, you know, come on, uh, man. Just say to tell the truth, man. It was good for what it was. It was, it was. They pushed us to our limits. It's like Vegeta and Goku. You know, he gonna get cooked, but he gonna make Goku go Super Saiyan three. And then do some <laughs> yeah, that's what know? happened. That's that's a great analogy. It's exactly I mean, what it was. What you mean? It was, hey, it hey. was a draw fest, huh? Nah. It was a draw fest. Every time we met up, it was a draw fest. Nah, see, I mean, if you okay, we talking head to head, sure, but uh, yeah, yeah, head to head, y'all held your own, but we talking <laughs> yeah. about league titles, my man. I mean, I mean, give us that bankroll. Let us be able to to, to be able to get around. Hey, Arsenal. FTP. I've I mentioned this recently. Back when United was by far the wealthiest team in England, and Arsenal had their rivalry. Ninety eight, Arsenal won the league. Ninety nine to two thousand one, United got mad and won the league three years in a row. Then oh two, Arsenal wins the league. Oh three, United wins the league. Oh four, Arsenal goes undefeated. So hey man, I've seen a small budget team have a real wars with big budget teams and actually go bar for bar for titles. So hey man. Y'all, y'all could have done it too. It's My only argument to that is y'all had a real run. Y'all had a y'all had an established 
structure that a lot of teams don't have or were reluctant to get, I should say. Like name United, but yeah, hey man, they are they, in that era. They weren't consistently putting up ninety five and ninety seven goddamn points, and we ain't going against a motherfucker down there putting up a century. Yeah, that also shows how the league became more about a top two because back then, a hey, Bolton was getting Champions League, Everton was getting champ. It was hot, it was dangerous. Castle but- goddamn got one, didn't it? I mean, yeah, but they're oil club. That's my point. Money has overtaken how good a team could be. Back then, it's still just dependent on the quality of the players. And I felt like there was a higher quality of players. That's why you would see someone like, hey, man, why is JJ Okocha on Bolton? Why are these certain ballers on certain clubs? But now we see it more so in England because England just has more money than everybody else. While we see like someone like, Diaby leave Leverkusen to go sit down at Ashton V and stuff, but hey man, it's all right, man. But Mark, I, I said Mark Anthony, I thought you also wanted to celebrate finally winning at Tottenham. You know what, Dan? Your boy, Mr. Is- Pivotal, I key with the game winning goal. That's what I'm about to say, man. Mr. Pivotal, man. And uh it's crazy after the match. City Twitter was slandering my guy Cancelo, man, for no reason. Like, man, what an upgrade. And it's like clips of a key doing crazy stuff. And I'm like, man, if I got to pick one guy over the other, I mean, I guess I have to go with Mr. Pivotal because he's he's holding it down. So, uh, yeah, he's killing it, man. Um, I guess he had a he he like make controlled the ball with his head while on the ground in that match. Like he had a crazy like just a hustle play. And it's like, man. You can't you can't coach that man that's in your heart so shout out to mr pivotal we got that we got not only just a, a win dan we got a goal we wasn't scoring over there either so that was that's a crazy yeah. so so that was amazing and for it to be a, a one nil type win so yeah man that's an accomplishment in itself so i guess i can see where marcus is coming from man like yeah at least we did we beat y'all head to head or we had good matches so if anything, we beat Tottenham at Tottenham this year. So I'm happy about that. That's and yeah, that's true. And Marcus, hey, you always have that you beat them in the Champions League. That's real bump. That took it to the next level. Hooking them in Europe. Hey, so, man. We the reason they won the Champions League. He, <laughs> yeah, y'all did win one before them. That's true. Yeah, too. he couldn't leave without winning the Champions League. He, everybody would have kept saying, Hey, firing this, firing that. You know what I mean? Hey, man. We, hey, all that hating, we, we ain't here for that, man. <laughs> we did trip up one time. I give you that. But the other times, we we couldn't do nothing with that. We did what we had. We had Joe Allen on the goddamn bench one year. And you telling me I'm supposed to win a goddamn title. Come on, yeah. man. Lucas Lavia. That's my dog, but come on, man. Colo Torre, and you, Dejan Lovren, and you telling me I'm supposed to win the league? Come on, dog. Yeah, why not? Don't you remember who their left back was when they got a hundred points? Well, it wasn't Fabian Delph. What? Yes, what the, the hell are you talking about? Look who they was winning the league with. They had Fabian <laughs> Delph at left back. What are you Ot- telling me? Otamendi still on that team? Yes, oh, yeah. dead boys. That nigga didn't play. We we Milan? were joking on him when when he nah, did. Ultimately, play. used to play. Pep used to yeah. use sort of Mindy. After he got his house robbed, yeah. that year he got his house robbed was the year he got his ass escaped. 
Hey, man, he used to play. Bruh, they, like I said, they won the league with Fabian Delph. They won the league with Zinchenko, that Huff boy at left back. They were win they were doing anything, man. We won the league with Zinchenko down 2-0. They won the league with no striker. Yeah. They were hey, doing man. everything. Club was like, Marcus, you know what you got over us, man? It keeps playing in my head. Just that one highlight with Mosala breaking down Laporte for that one goal. That's the only highlight. I think that's the only thing I can be like, man, that was tight. Like Liverpool got us. Like other than that, yeah, Champions League, whatever. Wasn't a part of a trouble season. So whoa, we said know? whatever. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, got that. And then didn't y'all win the league in um the COVID year? Was there no there were no fans? Yeah, uh, they ran away with the league before know. COVID happened, but yeah, they couldn't celebrate it the same way because of COVID. Yeah. Dang, that, I don't think they know, had a I, I graduated during COVID, so it wasn't really that special. So I I man, got whoa. it. <laughs> hey, man. I don't think they had a ceremony. It's just like the Lakers. LeBron is still sick. He didn't have a, cel a, cel yeah. a ceremony and paraded LA. He was sick. Yeah, it's in man, the trophy but... cabinet, bro. That's all I got to say. Hey, but really, though. Um, and you're a sick no. man, by the way, Marcus, for saying club needs a statue. You you should have higher standards. This is the club of Bob Paisley and Bill Shankly. Come on, man. What you mean? This dude don't dang on have some of the greatest moments in the dang on club history. You say he don't deserve no some of the biggest comebacks, some of the best runs. No. Again, if it went for another team, they would have won the league. But they didn't, and it was another team. So yeah. you got to look straight, man. You can't. That's what I'm saying. Bill Shankly and Bob Paisley are like amongst the top 10, 15 coaches ever. Club ain't on that level. He's good. I think he's but a got Sir, legend, but nah, he ain't no statue legend. You got Sir Alex saying he a top five coach, though. So. I mean, Alex has CTE, man. We ain't going to talk about his health issues, man. Bless up. But, I mean, hey, I don't think you should ask an old man like that questions. should let them rest. Man, we got Roy Hutchins out here coaching. What you mean? Well, look at what is he doing? Where is he at? Tell us where he's at right now. I don't know. Hold on. Who is Crystal Palace coach? Yeah, it's still then, him, brother. Yeah, look what he's doing. Yeah, he's, yeah. He's confused. Got got Potter in the stand saying he about to be the coach. Yeah, so I'm saying, man. Crystal Palace, hey, man, Crystal Palace will stress out an old man. They're 14th right now, okay? They're not far off from a relegation battle, so that old man needs to go home too, man. Sit down. <laughs> uh, but anywho, uh, speak we Agreed on Liverpool's next manager, maybe Javi uh, Alonso. Yeah, it, it could be, but they have a lot of issues going on. They got a lot of players down 18 months on their contract. A lot of the backroom staff leaving. I heard uh, Fenway Sports Group is trying to get Michael Edwards to come back, and he said, no, no means no, okay? Do I have to report you for assault? And harassment? Yeah, harassment is crazy. Yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> so I don't know what's going on. If I'm Xavi Alonso... My next move has to be to a club with a great structure and a great build to start with. So I don't know if I want to start another rebuild. Right. Might just right. stay for another season and wait for Ancelotti to leave or wait for Bayern to open up, maybe. Because I think if Liverpool had the structure set up in their front office and because, you know, look at their team, like Salah, he's closer to the end, Van Dyke. So I don't know if, if you're a young coach like that, do you want to rebuild with a team 
and a f- owner that doesn't have the budget as other clubs, man, I don't know. But maybe he will. Maybe he'll embrace the challenge. I don't know. Fucking nasty. What is true, man? It's not true. Yeah. Virgil just said he committed. Yeah, how old is he? That's what I'm saying. You can be committed, but you're cooked. I don't know. It's how is he cooked? He the best defender in the goddamn league. I disagree, but hey, I zero. Hate. Hold on, hold on. We we can pull up the stats. Your guy don't got dribble pass multiple times. We just saw that shit. Why, why do you think I would say I'm not a homer like y'all? I, I know I'd be objective. I don't always say just because he's on my team, you're the best player. I would say the best center back in England right now is Ruben Diaz. But how he would for for a month ago, everybody was saying he was cooked. He hasn't lost the Premier League. In yeah, three years. NBA, man. I mean, Van Dyke only hold on, hold on. Only, yeah, 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 yeah. See, you get Yeah, only, he hasn't lost the Premier League in Van three years. Van Dyke and... has only lost one match at, at home. Are you really talking? This <laughs> oh, match, oh, I didn't know. I didn't know you only play league games at home. That's what's yeah. Up. What's going you know, on here? You guys should have what? the Premier League home titles. He don't start them games. We don't lose. What you mean? Oh, so he too old to play every match. I got you, but he the best. <laughs> I mean, what are you talking about? Man City played dang on four different rotations until old boy went to Saudi. But Ruben Diaz is always there. You yeah. thinking about Laporte. That's what I'm saying. You're confusing. You're confusing your white men. Yeah, Ruben Diaz, the Portuguese <laughs> one. He's a Again. baller. The, the man that made Premier League player this a team of the season and Champions League team of the season almost every year also. That's fine. Hey, but earlier man. this year, earlier this year, yeah, man was in discussions. They were saying he was cooked. They were saying he needed a rest. They were saying he was getting overplayed, and he had to give him a rest. So, like, come on, man. man hey, look, we all watching the same matches. I listen to the bullshit that these dudes are saying because they pull up the stats with it. So you said Ruben Diaz was getting overplayed? Yes. You uh. just said, think about it, what you said. He played damn to every match. But back to the but back to the subject. I Ruben think Diaz has the... started in seventeen of the twenty, so I don't know what rest you're talking about. He played it almost every game. You just say he just you just said there and say you don't play to every game. I just said there and said they're talking about how early this. I was season, talking about Virgil Van Dyke. You said whenever Virgil Van Dyke sits down, you struggle, and I was like, yeah, he old. He can't no, 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 no. The statement I made was Virgil Van Dyke has only lost one match at Anfield. And you said, "What about the game? We, they only play. They don't only play league games." I said, "He don't play those games in the cup. He really don't start those games. That's what Kwanzaa has started. That's what Matip has started." I don't care about the cups, man. We talking about the big matches, Premier League, Champions League. Those boys are always there. That's what I'm talking hey, about, man. We don't play them at home most of the time when we lose. Most of the time we at home, we get a draw. It's the Anfield Fortress. And Diaz and Van Dyke are also the last two center backs to win Premier League player of the season. So it's not like this is a crazy comparison. These niggas are by far the most accolade guys in the Premier League at the center back position. Uh, Ruben Diaz also won the Football Writers Association Player of the Year. And then Van Dyke won the Players Choice Player of the Year. So, hey, salute to both of them. They both balling. We did think Van Dyke was dead, but he's he's bouncing back. He is playing well this season. But hey, man, I don't know, bro. Like I said, if I'm a young coach, why would I want to take on a team that's best players of 31 and 32? 
I don't because know. you can sell them because you can sell them players and you can start what you want. If I'm Zabby, I can sit there and I can come in. I can what am I getting Mo, for? I can sell Mo Salah. I can sell Mo Salah to Saudi. And yeah, I can but what if you don't want to go to Saudi? That's another thing. I can too. go sell him. Just wants to go to Saudi because he's a Muslim. What if so you don't want to go? It's not even about that. It's about the money at this point. It's not about where he want to go. I mean, the best offer come in and you got to figure it out at that point. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. What if he doesn't want to go? What if he says, oh, I'm, hey, I could go play in Paris. What if he's like, hey, I could go play in Paris for three years or something. They, they got to get limited that deal. money too. They got to figure out that deal. But if somebody yeah. come in with that bread, then you got to go ahead, go, go ahead and go over there. Um, I, I, I don't see, I don't see that not happening like that. Like, honestly, like being really factual about this. I see Virgil van Dyke signed another 18 year, I mean, 18 month contract. Because yeah, Xavi, like how you said, if if it is Xavi, if it is Zidane, I don't see a Eddie Howe. I don't see. Well, you're not getting dudes. Zidane. Take it easy. I, I don't know. You can, Anybody can be enticed. Now, uh, he don't, he don't want to speak English. He don't speak English on purpose. He hates England. He's too much of a designer nigga to touch that country. Everybody has a price. And that's the <laughs> only person that I don't think has a price is probably Michael Edwards in that sense because he already been in the structure and he and he probably already don't make the amount of bread he really do want to do his own best i understand that you said everyone has these a price but you, you price. guys don't have unlimited money as well this is fsg are they going to really drop a bag for zidane that whenever but that's that's kind of not factual as well because if we look at the history of fsg whenever it's a situation either even in baseball whatever they own whenever it's a time for transition with the staff they spend bread so that's fine to say at the with the comments and the stuff that happens right now, but when it comes to the staff, it's get it gets handled, and it's already showed that they're trying to go about it the right way. They're already trying to get a a, a sporting director. They're trying to bring in the dude from Bournemouth. They're trying to bring in other dudes. So they're already trying to go about getting it the right way. So I don't really I don't really view it as like a crapshoot. This shit been known since November. Like it's not no new news. They already been doing. It. They got a whole fucking documentary that's been and filmed about how they how they already been interviewing niggas and looking into shit so like some of this news is just late and like delayed type shit honestly but honestly i would love for shabby we'll see how that shit go yeah we'll see for sure if i'm him i ain't touching that club but we will see soon enough all right y'all let's talk about some transfers real quick Shout out to Moise Keane. I was going to ask about money laundering and him, Alvaro Morata, and the certain build of players that certain clubs seem to be attracted to, but his deal to Atletico Madrid got shut down because he couldn't pass the physical. So instead, we'll talk about Bayern Munchen. Playtis, you guys are active. You guys signed my little brother, John Akusiasari. You also look like you guys are going to get Bochi from Galatasaray. Of course, you already got Harry Kane's brother, Eric Dyer, on loan. How are you feeling about these transfers? And do you think this can take you guys to the next level to beat Leverkusen in the league? Yeah, the Bochy sign-in is complete. Um, they already dropped the video and everything. I still need to watch his his videos um, and get to know the guy. But um, I still feel like the team isn't really competitive enough. There's still a lot of you know, pieces missing. Um, and then also just goes back to the coach. I don't think we have a, a elite coach that knows what he's doing. So, you know, we could be buying players that are 
you know, have great talent and stuff, but if you don't have a coach that could really, you know, mow them and turn them into an elite player, then that's just a waste of time. But hopefully we could get another maybe I don't know. I feel like we need something, but somebody with more like leadership characteristics. Um in the question. Mid- yeah. What is what position is Dyer gonna play? Defensive midfielder? He's he's alone uh Companionship for Harry Kane. Um, he played in defense, I think, the other game. He started the game, but yeah, you know, that's another signing that's like a Tucha thing where he feels like the English players are really good and he feels like, you know, we need more English players within a team and within Germany, but, you know, trying to sign Huff Niggas. Hold on, you saying he took minutes away from Delit them? Mm-hmm. Oh, wow, this dude is crazy. The lid just played the other day, but it's like, bro, we have injuries already, and you're trying to, like, play games and trying to do tinkerman, trying to, like, play players out of position, rotating shit, like, Bayern Munich, like, when you when you know Bayern is because you know, you know the Knicks that's going to play, you know the Knicks are going to cook you, you know what they're going to do, they're still going to do it and score goals. Nowadays, it's just like, oh, let, let's see what, what Tell could do in 15 minutes. You know what? Let's throw in triple moting while we have Muller on the bench. You know what? Let's pull out, you know, Musiala and maybe put in triple moting in that in that space and let Harry Kane run around. Harry Kane is slow as shit. He's slow. So I don't I don't like that he's always having to drop back to link up with Sane. It's, it's very ugly, man. But so but- they're not going back after the dude from Fulham. It doesn't seem like it. Got niggas in the airport ready to come, and then you can't don't go back. That's kind of wild. No, 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 no. He 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 came all the way to the to the office. He signed oh, the airport, and then he I, had to go back. I only saw the pics in the airport. That's next. No, 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 no. no. He he made it to to, to the statement. That's how I said. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean. Doesn't sound like you're pleased with these signings. I mean, I've seen, I saw Moise Keane also have to get in a whip after leaving the airport. He was stressed. Yeah, yeah, the injury. You know, he he's he's moving in a different bracket right now. You know, the the money laundering thing is very next. Him and Marata, I don't know who's working more, but you know, it seemed like he got an injury. The Juve Atletico deal, man. You know them. Yeah, you know corruption. And- and Atletico's like, you know, injury, we can't take you on right now. So, you know, he's back home. He's going to have to, you know, find a way. He's still going to get paid, but he's going to have to work hard. But, you know, I, I don't know what he wants out of his career. Money. It's looking like a Mitchie Batswati situation. Just get flat, make music. Yeah. Part-time. So, you know, if that's what niggas want to do, then it's, it's calm. And and this and these are the brothers that play for the Italian national team, and that's why they be like, man, we don't want these blacks. Look, see, niggas like him and Mario Balotelli. That's why they hate niggas, man. No, no, he, no, no, no. Moise is moving ugly in the Balotelli. It, Balotelli was just, was just he be acting up. He had CTE. He's the first football player I ever seen that deleted his career for being a dickhead. Yeah, I mean, you know, but like he he was still Italian doing Italian nigga shit, but Moise King just be doing. American young nigga shit, and he's Italian. It'd be looking geek. 
Uh, Mario Balotelli, he he's an American, bro. He was moving like Michael Beasley. If you know, you know, man. Just doing anything. <laughs> You're next. <laughs> he was moving. He was moving like he could do anything. He was moving like he was Johnny Manziel. You know, he was moving like an American. That's what happened to him, bro. Between him and, and Way Forty Five, you know, I, I don't know what's going on. Oh yeah, God, you gotta you gotta look down on way forty five because Cristiano made him a runner, right? Hey man, he himself doesn't seem like he wants to elevate, bro. How you let Jota score more goals than you? Hey man, he plays in a system where he's not the main man, so it's easier for him to play in the middle of the pitch because Jota's a fantastic finisher too. So centrally playing centrally helps him while. You know, Liao, he's just like Mbappe. They like to be on the flank, cut inside, and let Giroud play at the middle of the pitch. But I think that's the issue because if Liao had the same fox-in-the-box movement like Jota, he should he would be a striker. But these niggas don't want to be strikers, man. Yeah, I was about to say, uh, recently, the last game I watched, you know what I think the the promise for uh, Diaz is is hanging around Jota, like he kinda is like showing him the spots to be in. So I would think like way being around him on the national team, like they they should build that type of connection. I see more of a connection with Bruno and fucking Jota when I be whenever I watch them. Well, you know, you know, look at the. Look, I'm not gonna make allegations, assumptions, but you know. You said he is. Oh, you, what oh. are the similarities and the oh the differences? I don't know. Might be, you know, you know. <laughs> I don't want to cast any aspersions, like Stephen A. would say, but yeah, might be a reason for that. But yeah, right now, uh, you're right, Cletus, uh, in the league. Rafael Leal in 19 matches played 17 starts has three goals and five assists. Not good enough, and that's a that's a big reason why Milan ain't even in this title race. Do you guys think Christian Pulisic has better goal production than uh Leal? Yeah, he do the fox in the box shit a lot. Yeah, you're right. He does. He has six goals and five assists in Syria. So, hey, if you let that white man come and be better than you than the final third, something is wrong, Leal. Claytis is right. So, hey, can't defend you. But with a national team, I'll defend you because they do make you a runner. But, yeah, in the club, when you're supposed to be the man, you got number 10 on your back. You're not doing what you're supposed to do. So, you're right on that front, Claytis. Hey, Dad, hold on, hold on before you jump. Wasn't it Shaq saying that you can't be no rapper and a player if you're not, like, balling? <laughs> yeah, yeah. He said you have to be one of those ones to be rapping-focused. Okay. Let that let be that be known. level nigga rapping. Moses King, I'm not defending you no more, bro. <laughs> I was embarrassed, bro. You had no fucking goals when I had to bring your name up. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was disgusted when I realized that as well. He used to be a wonder kid, man. Uh yeah, PSG, another kid that left France and lost his top, man. It's sad, but yeah. This is also a product, guys, of, you know, Mino Raiola being your agent. Always trying to run up the price. Always trying to maximize his clients, you know. But uh, rest in peace to the legend. But, you know, 
that's what I think happened to him early in his career, Moise Keenan, that is, that you're at Juventus, people see the potential, then you go to Everton, then you go to PSG, that don't that works out, but then you go back to Everton, don't really play, and then just been at Juventus. So that happens to a lot of young players. They make the jump to a big team, Ephraim, we see it all the time. And then it doesn't work out. We've seen it with you guys, how like people like Memphis to pay uh, Martial make the jump to a big club doesn't work out. And we've seen it at all of our clubs, but uh, with him, it's unfortunate. And that's why I'm sad about my young brother, John Akusiasari. He was born and raised in Sweden, but he has Ghanaian roots. If you hear his last name. We know he'll never play for Ghana because he thinks highly of himself, and I don't have a problem with that. Ghana, especially the FA, is in shambles. So I wouldn't want any young person with potential and options to have to rely on them. But I'm kind of worried that Kusia Sari might get left on the wayside because Byron, it's hard to make it there. He's 16. He has a lot of potential. They said he'll be with the B team and practice with the first team. He's a similar striker in the build of Isaac in terms of tall, lanky, pacey strikers that are good with link-up play and finishing. But when Bayern already has young ballers like Matthias Tell, I don't know if that's going to be a club for you. But you haven't seen him yet, Cletus? You haven't watched him his film yet? Not much his film yet, but I saw um, like with the what the team was kind of expecting, like you said, you know, He's going to be playing mostly with the B team, but training with the first team. Um, they're hoping that, you know, with the um, with preseason, he could maybe start some games next year and then, you know, go on from there. But I haven't seen him yet. But again, he's going to be around some great talent, um, especially on the first team. So that's going to be great for his development, being able to play with, you know, individuals like Musiala, Sané, um, you know, even the Alfonso's, you know, those age group. I think that'll be great for his development. For sure, for sure. Now the January transfer window closes in a couple of days, or actually tomorrow, the 31st, when this pod will be released. So do you guys expect anything to happen? Any transfers from your clubs? Ephraim, are you expecting anything alone? Or are you guys standing pat? Looks like we're going to have to, man. FFP in the house. <laughs> yeah. Same at Arsenal, we ain't doing nothing. We under surveillance. Marcus, you guys are standing pat as well, right? Everybody's looking straight. Hey, man, I got big news. He practiced full training. It's time, bro. Is he going to stay healthy, though? Yeah, I go. He Is practiced. he going to stay healthy, though? That's the problem, uh, Let's Gross. see if he get through the week, man. Yeah, make it made of paper. That hip is made of paper. Goddamn, Byron broke him. Hey, chill out. Chill out. But no, nah, we stand pat, bro. We got a lot of dudes coming back. Like, think about it. We got Mo coming back. Um, We had Andy come back. We got the Greek scouts are coming back. We got Stefan coming back. I mean, yeah, we're going to stay pat. See how it go. Keep letting the young bucks play. Yeah, man. Kwanzaa twenty. Kwanzaa is twenty one, bro. 
Make that play, Ghana. Nah, he think he he has respect for himself. <laughs> he ain't playing for Ghana. It's all good. Uh, Cletus, do you think Bayern will do anything else, or will they stand pat? Because I'm pretty sure Chelsea is chilling, right? Yeah, Chelsea. It seems calm. Um, we were thinking about getting a striker in. Um, there's also talks about Borussia leaving. Um possibly January or towards the end of the summer, but we're looking to offload the guy. Uh, but besides that, it doesn't seem like we're trying to bring anybody in concretely, but Bayern Munich is calm as well. Seems like we've completed all purchases. Maybe we may have some sales, but I don't see that happening. Um, we're looking forward to the departure of Thomas Tuchel, and that's all I have to say. Word on the street, Coleman on the mark. Coleman's back on the bench. Musiala's a winger now. Yeah, he's going to have to play on the wing because Coleman's back on the bench. Nabry's coming back healthy, but I don't know what's going to happen with him. So, yeah. Don't forget Chupamoteng, you know, could play behind Harry Kane or <laughs> play as a striker. You know, mm. don't, just, just look forward to that. Thomas Tuchel specialty. Oh, man. Dangerous. All right, man. We at the end of the show, y'all. It's that time. E-Money Bags. What's your champagne move of the week? Uh, My move of the week is... uh, What's my man's name from Brighton? I was had his name down. I can't find it. He got three goals a day. Uh, hat trick. And uh, put up four against uh, Brighton. Four-nil win, I think. Uh, so... Yeah, shout out to Luton for getting that big win for them at home. Elijah DeBio is the brother with the hat trick. Uh, Marcus, what's your champagne move of the week? Jurgen and the and the presser. Hey man, the news heard around the world. I got folks that don't even watch the game saying sorry for the news. Like we having a funeral out this bitch. You so are, yeah, I'm a, the end of an era. And you telling me he he don't deserve no statue. He don't. They, you can have an play. era and not have a statue either. Well, I think statues are overrated anyways. I think that it's a form of idolatry. I'm not jiggy with that, but that's another story for another day. But I feel like he give a statue. You got to be one of the greats. You got to be. Way got one, one, bro. You hey, said you get a statue. You said who has D- a statue? D Wade. Wade got a statue. Yeah, right? They called they called him Wade County. They named the whole county after Dwayne Wade. He is the Miami Heat. So yeah, he deserved. That's my point. You have he's the pillar of the Miami Heat heritage. Of course he does. That's what I'm saying. That's the type of nigga that like even Arson Wenger. Arson Wenger is the greatest manager in Arsenal's history. He changed the face of the club and the league he was in. Yeah, that's the type of nigga that I think. Deserves a statue. First championship in 30 years, bro. That's cool. Yeah, the first one. That's good. So anybody that ends the drought deserves a trophy? No, he brought the feeling back. Oh, Lord. Restoring the feeling up, man. Hey, bro. We I got to restore it. <laughs> he brought, hey, look. He came. Hey. We were doubters. He hey, believed we believe us. Hey, that sound like Benny the Butcher, man. Restoring the feeling, niggas. Hey, man. Sometimes they gotta look straight and just ah. let the pass be the pass. He said, "Hey, but, small aside, Marcus, did you like that album?" 
for that to be mainstream joint, yeah, it was solid. I think he wasted time, man. He could have just dropped that on Empire and looked straight, man. I mean, for the casual fans, that's probably the best entry, Benny, that you can get. Like they not they wasn't gonna be going with some of them drug bars like how he would on them tapes. I mean, he still had the drug bars, but I feel like those hit boy beats were yeah, Alchemist yeah, beats were fire. You haven't been a real hit boy uh 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 fan for I mean, a yeah, hey, that's Nas is one of my favorite rappers ever. Nas, people say it's weird, but hey, Future's my favorite artist of all time. Nas, Kanye, that's my top three. So I listen to all of his projects with Hit Boy and A. Hey, Magic hey. and King's Disease 3 are the ones I bought those. The other ones are, yeah, it's cool. You didn't ask me about 21. Uh, well. <laughs> Go ahead. And, and I'm going to say Hip-hop, hip-hop. Woo! I see the difference in this generation and other generations. And playing up to what you do on social media was all that 21 did. 21 on social media, what did he do? He sang R&B records. He talked about R&B records. What did he do? Link up with R&B people. Try to make bitch songs. Excuse my French. But you whoa, are not whoa. the rapper. You are not the rapper that can ride that beat. Why am I listening to Mariah? Why am I listening to that Tommy person? You do oh. not fit with Burner Boy. The rapping song. That, song. Was, oh. that, that shit did not hit. It sounded so forced. Oh, but but even Drake was bumping it. I mean, that's his partner. Oh, yeah. I mean, the hard, one of the hardest bars I actually thought was he said, if your man was here, I would send that nigga to the stove. Yes, yeah, that's, that's tough, man. <laughs> like I, I mean that if you had to do like a scale out of five, I'm going two point five for you. Oh man, a, oh man, that brother failed. Hey, man. It, it's no replay value to me. Like I wouldn't after a week, I wouldn't run that shit back. Like yeah, I ran red red drum when I was in. Yeah the yeah games. red yeah red rum goes. I'll be playing. Shout out to London on the track. That's a focus beat. Like yeah, like but other than that. Maybe sneaky, but some of them other records, bro. Nah, bro. I'm listening to Cuddy before that. Oh man, Ephraim, I'm sorry if you did. You have something to say about the Benny the Butcher album? Did you hear Twenty One? Did I hear Twenty One? Who? <laughs> Savage. Who the fuck is that? Nah, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. Relax. You know I'm listening to that. So yeah. anyway, Benny <laughs> the Butcher though. Focused. <laughs> nah, but Benny the Butcher. Nah, nah. I ain't listening to Twenty One Savage, bro. Um, but not Benny the Butcher though. I'm saying I was gonna say if people ain't listening to his, even if you're not into that shit, if you ain't listening to his his mixtapes, then you're missing out. But I ain't listened to this new joint yet, but I'm gonna check it out. Braun, um, Braun, I ran that shit back twice. Okay, that shit is focus. Yeah. Hey, let me tell you, this is what Osei said. Osei. You already know one-fourth of Ring Culture podcast. He's the biggest LeBron James fan I know. So I asked him, because uh, I listened to the Benny album earlier today. I asked Osei, has LeBron bumped this track yet on social media? Does the <laughs> LeBron fan club know about it? And <laughs> then he said, <laughs> he said that Benny track is low, LOL. 
Betty used this weak ass beat for that papoose. Did she? <laughs> he wasn't feeling it, okay? He wasn't feeling it. So, hey, man, I, yeah, that song was okay. Uh, but yeah, I, it did. That's what I'm saying. That's that hit boy stuff. That's the hit boy beats. The hit boy joints don't be hit. He said a papoose beat, man. But hey, like. The papoose. <laughs> but I like, uh, like, um, TMVTL, that's a dope concept. Uh, track five, Ephraim, I think you'll really enjoy that. It's a cool, I don't want to ruin it for you, but it's a cool perspective. Alchemist made the beats where he's yes, telling three different stories and it's real cool. Um, One Foot In with Stove God Cooks is cool. Uh, Buffalo Kitchen Club with Armani Caesar is cool. Uh, Pillow Talking Slander with Jada Kiss and Babyface Ray is cool. How to rap is all right. Like it's it's cool. Uh, the intro is dope. It's not a bad project at all. But yeah, I don't think I'm gonna bump it that much. But it's not bad at all. But it's not better than the last one. Like nah. I still beat Legend Loki. Yeah, man. Uh, sorry for this uh randomness, but I I'll just go to you, Claytis. Have you listened to Twenty One Savage album and or Benny the Butcher? <laughs> and what are your thoughts? Yeah, yeah, I don't listen to Benny, but you know, I listened to Twenty One. Um, it was calm, like Marcus said. It was a lot of slow jam tracks that I wasn't really trying to hear. Once I left the airport, I, I turned it off. I didn't need it no more. I haven't played it oh. since, so you know, it's it's, it's kind of low on my on my radar. Once he touched the block, he his ears were clear from that. Yeah. No baby drill, no nudie. No man, man. Yeah, I don't. I, that'd be weird. Even Twenty One Little Harold, man. Put your. Why don't you? Why don't these rappers have posse cuts with their friends anymore? What's up with that? He doesn't like splitting the bread. Oh no. I because you're right, Marcus. I feel like a song with Twenty One Nudie, Baby Drill, and Little Harold would go crazy. With the buzz they got right now, like yeah, and coop you, on the beat. Oh, you, you had a whole bar talking about I don't f with it if it ain't got Baby Drill. Yeah, he just let him use the adlet. That he just used it for the adlet, baby Drew. He just let him do that real quick and told him to get out the booth. <laughs> oh. Like uh, the Brooklyn track, bro. Like you mean to tell me you, you talking about going back to the UK and, and you get somebody like Burner? You, you yeah, hey, Burner boy, UK boy. <laughs> you could have pulled somebody hot from the ends and really got on the track with them and blew up on that side and had that shit just spinning nonstop because you can't be clavish? You Man, Clayton's were like, hey, man, he should holler at Dave. Facts. Yeah, we, we thought we was going to get a Dave track, or at least a Cinch joint. Yeah, I was, I was like, yeah, Cinch is the hottest. Why not just work with Dave and Cinch? They just put out a Focus EP, but uh, yeah, well, he, don't really, he ain't really down with that UK shit, man. <laughs> Should have wore a bonnet featuring Brent Fat Fies. I don't, I don't need that. I like I Brent. I, I, I like that song. It's not that bad, song. man. I don't know, man. I wasn't feeling that. <laughs> they said they said they grow on you. You need a young around and then play it. Yeah, yeah, it's not bad at all, man. It's smooth. It's cool. But hey, that's funny, man. A shout out to all the champagne moves of the week. <laughs> we still doing that. Claytis, what's your champagne move of the week? <laughs> hey, man. I'm gonna give it to that boy Kamavinga for that assist. To uh to to Vinny, cause that shit that overhead top little flick up top, yeah, that shit was nice. Hey, I'm gonna bring it back full circle. I talked about it a little bit at the beginning. I'll bring it up now. Champagne move of the week. The old man going smack at that beautiful young lady, man. I feel you. 
Yeah, like, I, I school. your country's advancing. They just won. You trying to win off the pitch, but didn't seem like Baby Boo was that intrigued. But hey, keep working, young man. You know, you can find somebody that'll rock with you. Sersky. But uh, <laughs> Ephraim, what's your champagne goal of the week? I'm gonna give it to a young boy, Coney, uh, Kobe Mainu, for getting his first senior goal of the week of the excuse me for Manchester United. So. Yeah, salute to that young brother, another talented Ghanaian that will never touch the, the streets of Ghana. God bless you. I don't blame you. Marcus, what's your champagne goal of the week? The free kick, the celebration. I'm sorry, CR7 fans. South Africa got their revenge. They put Morocco in the cough. <laughs> That's a fact. That's a fact. Uh, Cletus, what's your champagne goal of the week? Man, I'm going to go ahead and give it to my boy, Tuchamini, for his birthday. He got a little header. You know, happy birthday, my boy. Turn up. For sure, for sure. And I'm going to go with my man, Pereira Leash. Plays for Brest. It was the equalizing goal in the 80th minute against PSG. 2-2 match. That joint was hot. And, uh, yeah, that, hey, the reason why I picked this goal was because of how he was moving after he scored and how the cameraman, shout out to the cameraman that was working that match. As soon as the man scored, he 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 zoomed in on Mbappe's head top, and then he showed Luis Enrique and the coaches scratching their beards on the bench. Okay? PSG, you can't be struggling about can't be struggling in the league if you want to save Mbappe, man. I don't know what y'all doing, man. Uh, yeah, 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 man. But uh, Ephraim, who are you in the club with this week? I am going to give some love to uh, Marcus's guy. Clock, uh, give him a little love. I don't know. I, I think I agree with you, uh, Dan. I don't think he's deserving of a statue, but I'll give him some love and some, some credit where it's due for uh, doing what he did in the Premier League. So, Much respect and shows you how much of a gentleman Ephraim is. He's going to the club with his op. What a classy move. Marcus, who are you in the club with? Hey, man. You know what, man? I bring a big trust in uh I ain't gonna sit there and flake Whoa. on you, dog. <laughs> yeah, I'm still rocking with you, big dog. All my hey D Lo, all my Louisville fam. That that hey, CT, I mean little CT, we already know in the section with me. Big Verge, let's sign that contract. Mo, let's give him another year. Let's get, Yergin, let's go ahead and get this shit situated. Let's bring Xavi, let's bring Zidane, and let's bring them young bucks, but don't give them no lick. Let them drink that. What they drink for communion? That that uh that cranberry grape juice. juice. Grape juice, man. Yeah, give you them need that. that good grapes, man. Yeah, let them boy get that grape juice in them, man. <laughs> oh, hold on. I want to bring that brother from Mali. That acted like he got the goal, but he but the dude was an own goal. Yeah, I like the way you faked on them. Hey man, <laughs> Gladys, what's your shit? Or sorry, who are you in the club with? <laughs> man, to be honest, I've been in Spain heavy this weekend, so I'm gonna keep I it. See. I'm gonna keep it with the Hala Madrid boys, you know, and also the 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 Valencia kids that came back and beat those bum ass, you know, Barcelona. Five three, so you know we we in a club. Hey man, 
I dig it. Shout out to Anthony. He started this trend. I'm going to keep it moving where we have themed clubs and aid. This week, we in Club Vex. If you're stressed and you're vexed, if your work life is geeking you up or personal life, hey, just come to the club and free your mind. Club, come on down. Xavi, come on down. Baltimore Ravens, come on down. Lions after choking, come on down, man. Commanders fans after losing out on Ben Johnson, come on down. Hey, man, if you're stressed, just, just pull up, man. Take a seat. LeBron and AD, I see y'all looking at Darvin Ham sideways. Come and get a come and get a drink, man. Pop a bottle, man. Free your mind and relax. Take it easy. Cause it's stressful out here. But hey, man, this has been a fun episode. Hope y'all had fun listening. Shout out to Anthony on the focus cameo with the with the scully relax low. <laughs> Shout out to the whole crew. Marcus Claytis, E Money Bags, the MLS is around the corner, Marcus. I know you've been looking in. So, hey, I'm looking forward to that MLS Minute coming back, too. Yeah, next week we're going to give you an update. Uh, I've been trying to let Inter Miami get a dub, but boy, <laughs> oh boy, we got some lessons that are going to be learned early. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And if you guys aren't aware out there, the MLS season starts February 21st, so we'll be here by the time next week shows up, hey, we couple weeks away. February's already here. So, hey, y'all stay tuned in. And before we disappear, what we got to do, Marcus? Hey, man, till next time, keep the pinkies up.